Hi, this is Ellie Fishman again, and uh, welcome back to our latest podcast. And this one, I thought we'd address a common question that also uh, we see a lot, which relates to virtual colonoscopy. And there's no doubt virtual colonoscopy is becoming a very important issue in terms of our clinical practice. And the biggest questions tend to relate to the how-to. How do you do it? How do you read it? How do you prep the patient? So what I'll do is let me pose that question to Dr. Karen Horton, who has lots of expertise in uh, virtual colonoscopy. Karen, I'm sure as most of you know well, is an associate professor of radiology at Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore. And let's ask her that question. How do you do virtual colonoscopy? What are the tricks in prepping patients? And what pitfalls may you help some of our users overcome? So, Karen, what's your thoughts? In my opinion, the most important part of a virtual colonoscopy is the colon prep, so I'll address that first. I've had experience with many different preps, including golightly, magnesium citrate, and phosphate soda. In my opinion, the best prep is a 24-hour prep. The one we currently use is a double dose of phosphate soda, and that's three ounces of phosphate soda given in multiple doses the day before. Of course, the patient is also on clear liquids. This, in my opinion, leaves very little residual stool, but does leave some fluid. So I think another important part of the preparation is stool tagging. Typically, I give both solid and liquid stool tagging. So for solid stool tagging, we use Tagatol, which is a barium product, and I use two bottles of Tagatol. There's 20 cc's in each bottle, and one bottle I give with the clear liquid breakfast, half a bottle with the clear liquid lunch, and the other half a bottle with the clear liquid dinner. And then before bedtime, I also give 60 cc's of Gastroview, and that will tag the fluid. So we've given the phosphosoda, the Tagatol, and the Gastroview. Also before bedtime, I give the patients two tablets, uh, bisocodal or Ducalax tablets. And what that does is that's a pro-motility agent, and that will clear a lot of the fluid out of the colon. So the colon has to be completely cleaned. Now, the only problem with phosphosoda is in patients with renal failure or bad cardiac disease, sometimes it can cause electrolyte imbalances. So we always ask patients ahead of time if they have these problems. If they do, then I go with the go lightly. So in those patients, they get go lightly plus the bisocodal tablets, the Tagatol, and the Gastroview. So what we do at Hopkins is before a patient's schedule, we have um, a clerk call the patient, ask them if they have any heart problems or kidney problems. If they do, then we give them the Go Lightly prep. If they don't, we give them the Phosphosoda prep. Both kits we put together and mail to the patients ahead of time. It's easier to do it that way than to have the patient tr- go to the pharmacy and try to get each of the components. So you notice if you use this prep, there'll be a little bit of fluid left, but it will be tagged. So you'll be able to see the polyps within the fluid. And there'll be a little bit of residual stool, but that will also be tagged with the barium. So when you're doing your study, it's easy to distinguish between adherent stool and polyps. Thanks a lot, Karen. And uh, what we'll do is uh, get you back here next time and take a look at more about the interpretation and performance of the study. And so we thank Dr. Horton for her time and hope you find that helpful. And we'll sign off and we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot.